Stoke City live commentary on Signal 2. On air, on mobile and online at signal2.co.uk. Welcome back to Wembley Stadium here on Signal 2's Match Day Live, where Stoke City completely torn apart by a rampant Spurs outfit this afternoon. Tottenham Hotspur 5, Stoke City 1, Ryan Shawcross own goal on 21st. Was all she wrote for the first 45, we sat here thinking, well, we haven't offered a great deal. However, the scoreline suggests Stoke are still in this match. That wasn't to be. Hyomin Son doubled the lead on the 53rd. Harry Kane got his first of the afternoon on the 54th, just one minute later. He then got his second on the 65th making it 4-0 to the home side. Christian Eriksen then made it 5 on the 74th. And then a consolation from Ryan Shawcross on the 80th, who we will be hearing from very, very shortly. Just seeing Graham Lloyd chatting away to the Stoke City captain. That was all she wrote. Spurs 5, Stoke City 1, 01782 The number to call straight with us right the way through until 6 o'clock tonight. Gareth is a Stoke City fan joining us. Gareth, your initial thoughts on today's results here at Wembley? Uh, I, I just thought it smacked of a team that's in a, uh, in a serious relegation battle. Uh, we can't score and uh, we concede for fun and that, that all ends up in spells in one thing, I'm afraid, uh, at, at the top level. Is it time for you that Mr Coach does have to look at the managerial position? I, I, I would imagine that, that he would be doing that and yes, I, I definitely do think that. I think we've over the last couple of seasons, I mean, he started to turn things around a bit. He, he made a few of those signings and, you know, he, he couldn't have predicted uh, the fact that uh, Athelai would injure himself in the way he did mm. or, or Bojan would go off the boil. But the, the fact is that we've, we've, we, he strategised his way to Stoke City becoming an extremely boring team to watch. And the fact that we've got a, a severe problem of having a soft underbelly with nothing going forward at all. And that, that was the thing, I think the, the one word that I used to, this afternoon is, is to come here and say that Stoke City have just been a simple pushover for Spurs. They've, they may as well have rolled down and, and lay down while Spurs have, have just, you know, Spurs, Stoke City have come here to take part and that pretty much sums it up. And you can take results, you can take defeats, Gareth, but it's the manner, isn't it? It's the manner of the performance and it's the manner of how you lose. Absolutely. I, I, I would defy any Stoke fan or, or, or pundit like, like yourself or anybody like that would come on and tell me wh when, how far back you have to go to find three games that, that you enjoyed. Uh, and, and you're probably talking at least a good 12 months to, to go back and think, mm -hmm. well, actually, the first one was a few weeks ago, the second one was about six months ago. It, it would be a, a really long time, and I think that when, when you've got a situation where we're playing with uh, three centre-backs, and, and you might as well have not played with any at all. Instead of shoring the back up, it's actually had the opposite effect and it's as though nobody's there at all we, we, we've, I think somebody said uh, that I think it's 35 goals we've conceded in, in 16 games and mm -hmm. if it carries on like this we're on, we're on for conceding 83 goals this season and it, it, it's just abysmal and, it, and it's very very poor fare to watch week in week out and it has been for the last two years Gareth, an interesting stat, just taking a look at not a single booking again for, for Stoke City, likewise in the defeat against Manchester City, 7-2, of course. That suggests to me not a great deal of passion because, you know, if something's going against me personally, if something's going against me, uh, I'm, I'm therefore going to try that extra bit harder. I'm going to get a bit frustrated. I'm going to get a little bit aggressive with it. And you don't, you know, that's not something that we've seen in this Stoke City side. That character isn't quite there and, and certainly that DNA isn't there. Is, is that a word that you would use, that there isn't really an identity to this Stoke City side anymore? 
I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I, I, I said it uh, about 12 months ago that I, I really don't know what Stoke City stand for anymore. I mean, under the previous manager, it, you know, we, we knew what we were going to have. It was going to be scrappy. It was going to be physical. And it was going to be the fans and the team together as, as one unit. And we've got, um, um, you know, in disassembling the Tony Pulis squad, which, you know, in fairness, ne needed some disassembling in parts, We've just taken it to entire pieces and put it together, but in a totally random order, and nothing fits anymore. Nothing clicks, there's no defence, there's no attack. It, it's all pedestrian, it's far, far, far too slow. And I'm afraid that comes down to the, the, the manager in the main, because I feel as though his formations, his substitutions and his tactics are extremely questionable most of the time, and it's turned my football club into one where I actually feel as though it's a chore to go and watch, rather than a, a pleasure. Gareth, it's Angela here. Um, I just wondered if, if you'd worked out that that's six wins for the Potters in 30 games, and obviously we know about the goals we've conceded. We crumbled at Liverpool, Tottenham, Manchester City. My, my biggest fear is that if we continue to play Fletcher alongside Allen, who again tried hard today in midfield, two people in midfield, uh, one an ageing player who's obviously being good, another one who's having to do a lot of work, we're going to get overrun all the time. And um, what was worrying for me is, yeah, he took Shakiri off, and I understand that for Tuesday. It was Shakiri looked completely ill at ease with that. But Mamadouf up front, we've always expected 100% effort from him, and today it just didn't seem to happen. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, I, I just think it's... It, I mean, when, when, when you're in a situation where you don't know where you're playing one game to the next, I mean, it, 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 and or, or you feel as though you're the only one because of the tactics or, be, you know, who's, who, who can, who's actually put, putting a shift in, I think probably the only position he... You know, correct me if I'm wrong, he's probably not... The only position he hasn't played is, is, is goalkeeper manager. If he's been all over the place, and I just think that, that sets up a, a team that's... I think I'd, the, the, other, the other game, we had Eric Maxi promoting it to... One of the wing backs and you found the other wing back and, and we're struggling for goals and the two strikers are playing wing backs. It's just all the balance is all wrong. There's some. It's just all together wrong in, in, in the manner in which it's approached. And then you, you wonder why we're getting overrun every single game. Well, finally, just before we let you go, Gareth, I noticed that you tweeted out that anybody that went um, to the game today who was a Stoke supporter deserves uh, something in the New Year's Honours list. So, Jonty and I are looking for Dame and Sir Jonty and Dame <laughs> Angela. So, I'll hand you back to Jonty now, but thanks for your, as, as always, insightful comment. Jonty Sergeant OBE. I quite like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gareth, very quickly, just before I go, again, I want to stay with that Mamadouf um, point. Um, he has been given the opportunity in recent weeks. He has been given the opportunity to lead the line. He's, you know, he's struggled all season. He's been forced to play at right wing back and done you know, a relatively good job by, by all accounts. He's, he's, he has worked hard, which is why I've been so surprised at a little bit of a laboured performance from him this afternoon. Now he's been given that opportunity. Do you not expect more from the player himself? Uh, I do, but when, when the, the whole pace of the game moves from Stoke City's perspective in a pedestrian fashion... The ball's not coming to you. You've constantly got two or three people marking you because there's nobody up there trying to, to, to force the way through and force a gap or force a space. And the ball's just not getting to you quickly enough. Um, it, it must be an extremely frustrating afternoon for you. Changes for Burnley? Do you make any? And which ones do you make? Uh, well, yeah, it, it's, it's an extremely, extremely important game. I mean, Burnley are, I believe, the, the, the seventh in... In the league, they've they've won twice as many games that that, that, that we than, than we have. It's 
uh, each, each and they've gone again today as well they've gone and beat uh, Watford Absolutely, and when you look at West Ham, I must say, I mean, I watched them against Manchester City, and, and their performance was fantastic. They're very hard done by, and an extremely great result today for them. And you start to worry and think, well, these teams in Swansea have won again today, and you start to think, the teams below us that we're all of a sudden quite adrift are, are suddenly catching up, and you start to start to really, really worry, especially when you see the manner of the performances that they're putting in for the manager and the fans and, and the team. All right, Gareth, we'll leave it there. Thank you very, very much for your time, and thank you very, very much for coming on. Thank you. All right, Gareth, joining us this afternoon here on Signal 2's Matchday Live, 01782 861170, the number to call to share your thoughts on Stoke City's defeat here at Wembley Stadium. You finished Spurs 5, Stoke City 1. Angela Smith going through our timeline on our Twitter page. Um, we have spoke to Kevin Vimmer and Captain Ryan Shawcross just before we bring you those chats very, very shortly. Kevin Vimmer, just a quick quote from him. says, after the second goal, we gave up. You can't compete against Spurs when the team make that many mistakes. Captain Ryan Shawcross, it's no one's fault but the players. If you run around, you've got a chance. We didn't, and it's embarrassing, Angela Smith. Uh, well, um, I admire his honesty because there were a few players that weren't honest enough to go and clap the Stoke fans that were left today. I think there were four or five that went over. Now, I know nobody really cares about you clapping that much when you've got battered, and, and those of you listening at home, it could have been 10, it could have been 12 today. Um, that The only positive for me was that Jack Butland proved without a doubt that he's the best goalkeeper in England. Um, but I, I just think it seems funny to say that doesn't it yeah, we can see uh, but you could arguably say he's having more practice than most others mm. the thing that worries me is I think we played 65 games and got 60 points and that's well into relegation form in the old days we used to have a positive goal difference we haven't got that now um, what do I think of today's performance I did expect us to lose today but it was the manner of the defeat um, it, was, it looked like some players hadn't got a clue what they were doing and when you get Mamadou looking um, as upset as he did in the position he was in and quite frankly tired um, it's a then, funny one isn't it then you do wonder wh whether the heart's gone out of some of these players and, and they just don't want to play this fixture anymore unfortunately for Mark Hughes he made a statement which was true that a lot of the players that we had in the side this year have never been on the end of the experiences of the 4 nils with Spurs but um, unfortunately they have now and I have to say it was one of the most lame weak performances I've seen from Stoke against Tottenham quick word on Tom Edwards again thrown in at the very deepest of ends you know, many people say a deep end this is as deep as it gets to go City away Leroy Sané I've already said in the form that he's in is, is one of the top ten wingers if not one of the top five wingers in world football again against Yomrin Son this afternoon who's been firing on all cylinders he's been fantastic to throw him in one on one against a player like that Again, it's difficult for him at times. I was I was impressed by him. You know, there's times he's, he's won a couple of one-on-ones, but I don't know whether I'm being too generous and just picking apart the basics that he should be doing I, because I think he has you done are. a few. I, I think you've been too generous. I, I think the guy is crying out for some... Listen, he's going to be a great player for my football club, um, but I think he's crying out for a loan where he gets some good experience. There were one-on-ones he lost every time. Now, we lose all the one-on-ones for whatever reason we do. But I think we could end up ruining him. Mm. if we carry on throwing him in and matches like this uh, so I think that's a problem but we've got good players unfortunately we don't seem to be able to get the best out of the good players and you have to question why that is it's okay Ryan Shawcross doing the, the thing that you would expect a captain to do and say it's us we're on the pitch well, but sometimes he, he said it some of them didn't run today and, and that can only be um, a lack of confidence or, or uncertain of where they should be playing it's been a very disappointing day today having said that we'll go off to Burnley and we'll try again as will all our supporters but it doesn't half kick in the teeth us. and we look for a reaction
Oh, yeah, we look for another reaction. We always get a reaction, I'm told. Well, I'm, I must have missed some of them. Those famous words, Angela, for the time being. Thank you very, very much. Game just about to get underway. Nine minutes away. Um, late kickoff at St. James's Newcastle United versus Leicester City. Quickly run you through the team news in this one. Newcastle go with Carl Darlow in goal. DeAndre Yedlin, Florian Lejeune, Kieran Clark in the back three. Right wing back Mankio, left wing back Matt Ritchie dropped to a deeper role. Isaac Hayden partners Mikel Marino with Jacob Murphy and Dwight Gale, either side of Hosselu, who leads the line. For Leicester, Casper Schmeichel, Danny Simpson, Wes Morgan, Harry Maguire, and Ben Chilwell make up their back four. Midfield partnership of Ibora and indeed Riyad Morris starts wide right. Michael Brighton wide left with Damari Gray just off lone frontman James. Vardy. Elsewhere, Burnley getting three points yet again. Burnley won Watford nil. Burnley, uh, Watford went down to ten men on the 39th with Marvin Ziegler, red card, then Scotty Arfield, then put Burnley in front on the stroke of half-time. Palace 2, Bournemouth 2. A missed penalty in the 90th minute by Christian Benteke means the points are shared this afternoon. One opportunity missed and Roy Hodgson wouldn't he have just wanted that to hit the back of the net and see his Crystal Palace side off bottom spot, which is where they find themselves now. 11 points, Swansea into 19th with 12, West Ham 13, and West Bromwich Albion in 17th with 13 of their own. Palace 2, Bournemouth 2, brace for Defoe for the away side, Milivievich and Scott down with the two goals for Palace. Huddersfield Town 2, Brighton nil. a brace for Steve Mounier, goals on the 12th and the 43rd, securing all three points for the home side, and Swansea 1, West Bromwich Albion nil. How important could this victory prove to be? for Paul Clement Wilfred Bonney the only goal of the game on the 81st minute down in League 2 Cheltenham 1 Crew Alexander nil. Port Vale 2 Cambridge United nil. a brace for Christian Montano goals either side of that half time whistle 45th and the 47th minute here at the Wembley Stadium Stoke City undone by a rampant Spurs side Tottenham 5 Stoke City 1 NCB, we make it dead easy. NCB for your post and stone. Cut out the middleman. Newstead Concrete Products are your new local manufacturers of fence posts and gravel boards. And we'll be sure to save you money. We've always got stock. We'll have your order ready in a jiffy. Just call in to NCP Newstead Industrial Estate, Trenton. NCB, we make it dead easy. NCB for your post and stone. When your glazing is misty, when your glazing is misty, when your glazing is misty, call window wizard repairs. 7689 so there you go. A white Christmas for absolutely nothing. It's just another one of TK Maxx's many big gifts at small prices. Text Signal 2 anytime. Start your message with SIG2 and send it to 87222. Text cost 25p plus your standard network charge. From the case files of Miss Maureen 118212. The case of the missing vicar. Well, he wasn't missing. Someone just needed his number to invite him to the garden fete. I found it instantly. Just call me Maureen Directory Inquiries. <laughs> Oops, more tea, Vicar. Maureen! 118212! Calls to Maureen 118212 cost 449 per call, plus 449 a minute with a minimum one minute charge, plus your phone company's access charge. Hello? Hello? 
Is anyone listening? Oh, finally you're hearing me. Being heard has never been easy for me. I was sexually abused as a child, and I've been let down in the past by organizations I trusted. That's why the Truth Project was set up. It's part of the independent inquiry into child sexual abuse, whose aim is to give me the opportunity to share my experience confidentially and without judgment. Because getting a better picture of the past will help create a safer place for children in the future. If you suffered sexual abuse as a child, visit truthproject.org.uk. Get two-for-one cinema tickets from Meerkat Movies and share Star Wars The Last Jedi with someone special. Only when you buy circumpezamarket.com. Get your lightsaber, Sergey. This is one cinema trip not even you will forget. Ha-ha, <laughs> very funny. Where are we going? In cinemas December 14th, qualifying purchases required, two-for-one cinema tickets, Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Participating cinemas, conditions apply. Hello, my dears, it's Lottie again from Rice. This is my favourite time of year. We've got mince pies, pork pies, and all your festive Christmas treats. I just hope I've been a good girl and get what I've asked for on my Christmas list. Hey, Lottie. Eddie, all. I was just talking about you. Santa's asked me to stop by. Told me to wear this big red bow. Well, that's me sorted for Christmas. <laughs> but don't you forget to order yours. Your fresh bread and baps perfect for that Christmas spread. Eat right. At Morrison's, selected big packs of beer and cider are any two for £20. Choose from Carling, Budweiser, Strongbow and many more. Christmas, Morrison's makes it. Majority of stores exclude Scotland while stocks last. Online varies. 20 packs, max 10. Please drink responsibly. We all used to love buying records back in the day. When were your glory years? Funky 70s maybe. There were those great songs we played over and over, and the odd one or two that, over the years, we've tried to forget about. Those are the ones we leave in the cupboard. Every weekday morning at nine, relive your glory years with the nine o'clock flashback. Signal 2's Match Day Live. On air, on mobile, and online at signal2.co.uk. Marinicru's on the end of the derby. Steps up, left footed, round the ball, takes it, deflection, sneaks in. I bet they wish they fought him now because he's just won the 164 Manchester derby for Manchester United. And Yaya Toure is trying to prize them open here. And he's sent the ball down the left hand side to Clichy. Comes back into me, gets in the six yard box. Aguero is there to beat it. And it's 10 out of 10 for Aguero. The points difference, as I say, at the end of City's quality means are they going to lose enough game to let you back in? Are you going to win all your games to close that gap? And, the, you know, the longer it goes on and the bigger the gap is, it becomes more difficult. I think if Pogba's out of the derby... Pogba is going to be spoken to by the referee. This might be a red card. This could be a bit of trouble, actually, you know. He's going to send off Paul Pogba, I think, here. And the red card is coming out. I don't think that's a winnable game for Man United. Manchester United are the best goalkeeper in the world. Jacket, Angel Lacazette, referee drive, saved by De Gea. Comes back to Sanchez and another big save by the agile goalkeeper. And I think this guy could be the difference between Man U winning on Sunday and losing on Sunday. City have won the first Manchester derby of the Pep Jose era. For me it's just a game against a very good opponent. We have to be 
in the top of our colleges. In the last five or six years, I think Manchester City is the best club, the club who most achieved more targets of getting better or grow by far. Welcome back to Wembley Stadium. Signal 2's Match Day Live is on. I'm Jonty Sargent. Thank you so, so much for your company. What a day we have in store for us tomorrow. Midday, Southampton versus Arsenal. Then, cue an afternoon of derbies. And they don't get much bigger. 2.15, Anfield, Liverpool versus Everton. And at half past four, Manchester United versus Manchester City. We look forward to that. But here at Wembley, we look back. Had an afternoon to forget. Spurs 5, Stoke City 1, 01782861170, the number to call right the way through until 6 o'clock tonight. Join us for your thoughts. Mark Green joins us on the show and he's heading back home on the bus from Wembley, having been here and watched on as Stoke City have lost and been thrashed by five goals to one. Mark, your initial thoughts following today's defeat? Yeah, um, initial thoughts are that uh, I've just witnessed uh, a most abject. Uh, tacticless uh, performance that I've witnessed in, in a very, very long time from Stoke. Uh, I do say that uh, our performances have been good just lately, but that today, um, right from Jack Butland all the way through to, to Duke up front, there wasn't one player that could come out there. And, we, were you and, not uh, impressed by Jack? Were you not impressed by Jack? Well, okay, I'll, I'll, let's say that Jack was, was definitely at fault for two of the goals. Um, he did redeem himself late on the second half. He made a couple of good saves, um, but you know the amount of space our defence was giving Spurs—it was just—it was just incredible, absolutely incredible. And, and then, you know, comedic uh, defending, I have to say. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing, Mark. Uh, the worst you use absolutely, absolutely right, and we've been talking about it throughout this afternoon. It's okay to lose. Everyone can deal with that. As football fans, as football people, we know you're going to lose. And you, you know, you come to Spurs not expecting to win, but you expect to put up a bit of fight, a bit of aggression, and a bit of shape, and a bit of tactical nouns. That wasn't there today, was it? No, no, absolutely. I mean, I came to Spurs last year, last season, where well, we lost 4 now. And that was a pretty poor performance. But today, Dana just takes the biscuit. It, it's just a, it's just like we didn't know what we were going to do. We didn't know where we were playing. I didn't know. I didn't know the formation. It seems like Mark Hughes was shouting instructions from the sideline to tell players where to go. It's it just, just absolutely incredible. Um, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I didn't expect to come here and, and, and get anything. I really didn't. No, because we've not had a great record against Spurs just lately. But to put a performance in like that, um, and I, I did put on social media that he it was like watching the old Ansels League football. It was that bad. Mark, you, you, I presume you've come down on one of the free coaches from Stoke on Trent. Which um, you pro are you probably sitting on one of those now, waiting to go back? I am, yeah, yes. Me um, and uh, Mr. Cartledge, we were cuddling the coach today, so we're we're, we're travelling back home very slowly now. I, I'm just wondering, is, are you sort of representative of everybody's opinions about today's performance and, and do you actually think that going forward on Tuesday uh, we'll dust ourselves down as Mark Hughes has said, because uh, obviously you might not have heard the press conference but he said that um, people were upset at his second half substitutions and um, we'll dust ourselves down, it was a poor second half and we'll go again. What, were you thought, what are your thoughts on that? I'm assuming yeah, he wants a reaction. Exactly. I mean, Dave just told me that, you know, just before we came on air, and, and uh, yeah, I just find his comments like this absolutely baffling, if I'm honest. It's like it's, things never happen. You know, we've just witnessed there a game where Stoke have a following of over 3,000 fans, okay? I do have to admit, some of them have come for the novelty value, because it's been at Wendy, but beside the point. But it's the first game I've been, uh, that, um, well, since it, uh, 
a previous incumbent where I would probably say 75-80% of the fans are now chanting years out in the ground. And do you, do, but are, are people actually looking over their shoulder more and more now because you know Crystal Palace missed the last second penalty which would have given them a win which would have moved them off the bottom West Ham have won today ok one other result's gone for us but everybody's thinking we'll go to Burnley and get something we did it last season and they're a much better no, side no. this season so are yeah, you well, are you actually worried about um, about the performance on Tuesday and if I dare say yeah, I definitely I know, you know you're quite well, though, Mark. I know you're quite I know well, and, yeah, and yeah. I know Johnny Walters is one of your favourite players, and if he does come <laughs> on on Wednesday, he'll probably get a hat-trick, wouldn't he, with our luck? Well, uh, uh, let's face it, Wilfried Bonnie did, didn't he? So, uh, you know, there are... <laughs> and and he scored there. again today as Bonnie. I know, so I believe, so I believe. Oh, so, are, you, are you worried? I, 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 yeah, of course I'm worried. I mean, it, it, it's all right, so, you know, I mean, I just said, just said about the, the other teams around us and that and whatever results they get, but it's up to us to do it. You know, we went to Burnley um, when we lost 1-0, and we put in a good performance at Burnley at that time, but, but we still lost. You know, uh, allegedly, we keep hearing that we've got a, a, a really good squad now. You know, we've got all these uh, flair players, um, all these skillful players. He's, he's Mark Hughes has spent, wasted, in my opinion, all this money. And then he comes out in the press, and you know, if it was me, I wouldn't dare say this, but he's put out in the open that Barahino doesn't fit into the system. I mean, what kind of manager admits that? He's just spent 18 mm. million of it on him, and, and uh, you know, trailed him for the best part of three seasons, three oh, years. You, you I just find it, you know, I mean, I'm a realist, and I, I, <laughs> my head is firmly not in the sand, and, uh, you know, I've seen this before many, many years ago, and I'll just say, as Ange knows, we've been going down Stoke for, for a long, long time. And, uh, not as long I as you, seen... Mark. I've not been going <laughs> as long as you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think you have. I think you have. Uh, but as I say, getting back to the, to the football side of things, um, it's shocking. And there's no sign of it being of it improving un under use, I have to say. Mark, um, we, we have had good performances this season under Mark Hughes. We, you know, we've gone away to Watford, picked up three points. There have been good moments. Um, and, you know, no one wants to see a manager get sacked at any point during a football season. You'd like to think, you know, given the time that, that things can turn around. Under Mark Hughes, your opinion, do you stay up? Or does Stoke City get relegated if, you, if he's given the time until the end of the season? Right, John, the, the, the facts pick for themselves. If we don't, if we don't win matches, then we will go down. It's as simple as that. You know, there's no, there's no rocket science to this. Um, we, we're putting in poor performances. Okay, we played Spurs today, and as I said earlier, and yeah, they're, they're a good side, win. Mark. They but were great today. They are, they are. But the fact is, I didn't expect to come here and get hammered. But that's what we've been today. We've been hammered. Um, and as I say, three of the goals we had a Ryan Shawcross own goal. We've had Jack, when I don't know what he was doing, when he, you know, he went to his out for a corner that they scored. Um, Malik Dave is, is, is adamant that he was at fault for the second goal as well, but, you know, we, we've been hammered, and, uh, and I don't like to see it. Anne knows me, she knows me well, and, and I don't like to see this. I want the best from our side, and if that means Mr. Hughes leaving, then so be it. Uh, and, uh, okay, and um, the, uh, the inevitable question is, well, who do you bring in? Mm. But, that's not my decision, that, that's the club's decision, and uh, who they think it, it, to bring in. But what I see, I'm very pragmatic, I see poor performances, I, I see us picking points up every now and then, as you said, Watford, uh, Swansea, whatever, yeah. Uh, and I, I also believe, 
that a better manager or a more tactical awareness manager could bring better out of these players that we've got. Because at the minute, they just seem to... Because they don't know what they're doing. They don't, from one minute to that, don't know what they're doing. All right, Mark, we'll leave it there for the time being. Thank you very, very much for coming on, and safe journey home. Cheers, Mark. Yeah, no, okay, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. All right, Mark with us, Stoke fan, just being to Wembley, travelling home on the Stoke City coaches, and Stoke City get thrashed here at Wembley by five goals to one. Let's hear, then, from the man in charge, Gaffer. Our commentator, Mr Graham Lloyd, caught up with the Stoke City manager, Mark Hughes, following today's defeat. We're in it at half-time, and you were totally brushed aside by the end. Yeah, yeah, we're disappointed, uh, clearly, with the... The manner of the performance in the second half didn't see that coming really. I thought, uh, for the most part, the first half I thought we equipped ourselves reasonably well. Um, had a few moments where uh, we defended crosses across our box reasonably well. One obviously uh, has allowed them to have a couple of deflections, and I think it's an own goal that's uh, what's allowed them to take the lead. Um, I thought, in terms of what we were trying to do, obviously we were trying to exploit uh, the space their their fullbacks uh, leave because clearly they they always take high positions and if you can get good balls into front men running past defenders then you can get a little bit of joy and I, I think on a number of occasions uh, we broke reasonably well without ever finding that final ball so that encouraged us so at 1-0 at half time I think we were very much in the game and, and we're looking forward to the second half but always with a proviso that you have to remain solid you have to make sure you stay in the game uh, to allow yourself at some part of the game to take advantage of any um, chances that you create in the end very quickly we've we've lost two really poor goals from from situations that uh, we were in the ascendancy obviously I think one, the first one was uh, a free kick that uh, we played into their box we missed the header and all of a sudden six people are, are running towards our goal against three so those things can be avoided um, they need to be avoided um, obviously at 3-0 it's always going to be difficult. We should have had the nous and the understanding of what was required there. The game had gone for, from us, unfortunately, so we needed just to take our medicine, um, dust ourselves down and, and get ready for the next one, but obviously stop uh, the goals going in and stop the bleeding. Unfortunately, um, we got a little bit ragged, started to chase, thinking we could get back into it. Uh, people overcommitting, maybe not getting back when they should have done, and um, that leaves you wide open against a top quality team like Spurs, and that's why they picked us off at the end. I'm going to say because they have pace, and that pace is potent, isn't it? Well, yeah, and uh, the thing when you're up against talent, which they undoubtedly have, um, when they're a little bit quicker, a little bit more technical than you, a little bit more powerful, then what you have to do is make sure they're not able to show those qualities, and that means you have to get closer, you have to have a physical presence of them, and uh, you've got to force them backwards and sideways and backwards, and uh, uh, first half we did, I uh, thought so we did okay in that regard, second half uh, we never really got near them once they got their tails up, and, and in the end they were... They were getting shots off for free, and uh, fairness to Jack, he made a couple of outstanding saves as well uh, to keep the, the score down. But um, in the end, the second half performance wasn't what we required or expected. Is three centre-backs the way, or should the back four be considered? Well, I don't think it was anything to do with shape or formation. Today it was about individuals uh, understanding what was required and how you can affect the opposition. That, that means doing the right things and doing the hard yards every single time. You, you can't just do it for 45 minutes, you've got to do it for, for the 90. And uh, um, that's, that's the key from my point of view. I, I thought... Um, in terms of formation, Mario had three of the back, six of the back. In the end, we, we wouldn't have kept them out, and that's that needs to be uh, be addressed, and, and we need to be better.
I know it's early after this game, but how are you going to try and stabilise the ship for Tuesday night away at Burnley? Well, it's a completely different test, but uh, it'll test us in different ways. It'll test our mentality, it'll test our physicality, and uh, we've got to we've got to be better than we showed in the, in those aspects of a play than than we showed today. And uh, um, it's up to me to make, pick the right individuals, right personnel to make sure we go up against a strong Burnley team that uh, will test us in different ways, as I said. Tom Edwards, he came in today for his second start. What was your opinion of his performance? I thought Tom did okay. Um, it's been difficult for him. I mean, I've been wanting to see him in, in that position for a while. Um, clearly, I've picked him against Man City and, and Tottenham away, so uh, not the easiest games for the young lad, but... Uh, um, no, it's, it, clearly it wasn't the day that he that he hoped it would be uh, when he woke up this morning. But uh, sometimes young players have to have setbacks and, and be involved in, in games like this to, to grow and develop as, as players in, in the future. So uh, you'll remember it for, for the wrong reasons today, but it might help him in the future. Rumblings among the fans. What's your message to them? Well, nobody's going to be happy with uh, again being 5-1. I didn't didn't hear too much at half time like I said for 45 minutes we haven't done the right things and that's that's a shame and they've come a long way a bit of money and uh, they're quite quite within the rights to, to voice their um, displeasure I think they they're a little bit unhappy with some of the changes they made at the end but that's just about protecting players uh, like Shaq and, and Joe Allen needed um, it was the game had gone from us and we needed just to protect them that was the only reason they were taken off and so Shaqiri looks as though his foot is strapped up with ice or whatever well there'd be a few uh, bruises probably to Eagles I think but uh, as long as long as they're, they're ready to go on, on Tuesday then we'll be fine Mark thank you very okay, much pleasure. pleasure thank you Mark okay the thoughts of Stoke City manager Mark Hughes following his side's defeat here at Wembley where it did finish Spurs 5, Stoke City 1. Jordan Hewitt is making his way back home on the coaches. He's been at the game here at Wembley and watched on in the away hen says he's got to go. The fans have been chanting Hughes out. Elsewhere, Cleetsy texting in saying Hughes got to go ASAP. We sit too deep and let teams onto us. If he pulled open a tin of alphabetic spaghetti, he says it would spell disaster. Damning words from the Stoke City's faithful, but which camp do you stand in? 01782 86 1170, the number to call here on Signal 2's Match Day Live. Where elsewhere, one game underway, the 5.30 kickoff at St. James's in Newcastle lead by a goal to nil at home to Leicester City. Hosselu with the only goal of the game. Stay with us. More reaction to Stoke City's defeat. We'll hear from Stoke City captain Ryan Shawcross next here on Signal 2. Discover more than you'd imagine at Dunelm this Christmas. Deck your halls with our range of over 400 festive decorations and trees with garlands and wreaths from £6 and a 20-pack of beautiful baubles for just £2. We've got everything you need to make your home feel Christmassy. In-store and online. Dunelm, the home of homes. TFC Supplies, timber fencing cladding. Don't be a brick short of a wall. Head to TFC Supplies to get it all. Gravel and grout are a new shiny spade. Get what you need if you work in a trade. Need it that day? Then of course you can. You can get a free bacon butty from our hot food van. Available at Leak Road Branch on orders over 70 quid. TFC Supplies at Coats Heath and Stoke. TFC Supplies, timber fencing cladding. People wanna get down, get down, get down. People wanna get down. People wanna get down, get down, get down. People wanna get down. Protect your ride this winter. Purple Velvet, Elegance Carnival. There's so much choice to keep your car looking cool. 
Liquid Gloss Brilliance Ultra Slick. Keep it clean when the weather's mean with Auto Bright Direct. Ice, snow, salt. It's no match for Auto Bright Direct. Make your bright shimmer in the cool sun this winter. Auto Bright Direct of the A500 or Stanton opposite Asda. Hello? Hello? Is anyone listening? Oh, finally you're hearing me. Being heard has never been easy for me. I was sexually abused as a child, and I've been let down in the past by organizations I trusted. That's why the Truth Project was set up. It's part of the independent inquiry into child sexual abuse, whose aim is to give me the opportunity to share my experience confidentially and without judgment. Because getting a better picture of the past will help create a safer place for children in the future. If you suffered sexual abuse as a child, visit truthproject.org.uk. Star gifters, hurry to HomeSense and discover extraordinary designer presents, all at up to 60% less than the RRP. Find crystal decanters, fluffy dog beds, gorgeous leather notebooks, must-have tech, classic children's books, or even a pineapple-shaped lamp. HomeSense, unique Christmas finds, irresistible prices. We're part of the TK Maxx family. At Morrison's, selected one-litre bottles of spirits are £15 each. Choose from Smirnoff, Famous Grouse, Gordon's, Bacardi and many more. Christmas, Morrison's makes it. Majority of stores while stocks last. Max 3 excludes online. Please drink responsibly. We're here to make your Christmas merrier with up to 40% off at the House of Fraser brand event. You'll find gifts everyone will love. Ends Monday. Selected items only. Signal Christmas. Playing the best Christmas songs 24 hours a day. On DAB, online and on your mobile. Nothing but Christmas songs? Now that's my kind of radio station. <laughs> Signal Christmas with Winter Wonderland Stoke-on-Trent. Festive fun in the heart of the potteries. Enjoy Santa's Grotto and rides for all ages. Welcome back to Signal 2's Matchday Live. I'm John C. Sargent alongside us, our commentary team, Mr. Graham Lloyd and Angela Smith with us right the way through till 6 o'clock tonight. As Stoke City completely outdone in every department here at Wembley. It finished Spurs 5, Stoke City 1. Our commentator, Graham Lloyd, caught up with Stoke City captain Ryan Shawcross following today's defeat. Ryan, your, your thoughts on that game? I'm all embarrassed in there. It's not good enough. I think the main thing Spurs did was outwork us. We set up in the right way, the tactics were good, but if you're not going to outwork a team or, or battle with them, you're going to lose, and that's what happened today. Their first goal was very unlucky, a double deflection. Yeah, it's unlucky, we come in at a 1-0 half time, but well in the game, we felt like we were quite comfortable, but second half, all they did was outwork us, simple as that. They, they ran hard on us, they sprinted, they sprinted for the ball, they sprinted without the ball, uh, so we're all disappointed in there. Uh, it's no one's fault but the players. How much do you think the sort of history of this fixture plays on the players' mind? The fact you've lost 4-0 the last three times. Records are to be beat. We know they're a good team, but all Tottenham are doing it. I keep saying it without working. It's, it's such a simple formula. If you if you run around, Burnley have showed this season, if you work hard, if you're at one team, you've got half a chance. And that's nothing down, nothing but the players. It's down to the players, up to us to, to sort out. So what's the mood inside the camp then? Very disappointed, I would have thought. We're disappointed, angry. Um, we came here with a lot of hope, we, we put a decent first half performance in and the second half we were embarrassing. Those two goals in a minute really did for you? Yeah, we understand that Spurs are 
a very good team and on any day we could have got beat at any score. But it's the way we were beat and, and it was probably the, the work ethic. This game, the final season, this, this game was one of these games where we hoped to get something and first half we looked like we might do. Um, but second half was not good enough. But we go into the next two games, we know what we need to do. And if we can get a couple of results in that, then we fly the table and we go where we believe we should be. You mentioned the next two games, Ryan. The next one is on Tuesday against Burnley. That's going to be a very difficult game, bearing in mind how well they're playing this season. It is, but we, we've gone there in the past and, and got some results, so we've got good enough players. But like I said, the work, work ethic's got to be there and we've got to go there, put a baton performance on. And, and like at Swansea, um, Crouch, might have to play and we might have to go a bit more direct. Um, we're in a situation where we need points and, and, and that's what we're going to do. Do the players now believe they're in a relegation fight? It's very early in the season to, to start saying that. I've always said it's a long season. Um, you look at the end of the season after 38 games and you decide what kind of season you've had. It's up to us over the Christmas period uh, to define the season. There's a lot of games coming up and there's a lot of winnable games, but it's all good me saying that. We've got to go out there and perform. You've got three winnable games coming up then. Burnley, West Ham and West Brom. Yeah, it's easy on paper, but we know Burnley is very difficult and um, we're going to this game. Burnley had a great start at West Ham. We've had some good results of recent, um, so it's going to be very difficult, but we've got the players in there and it's, it's just about having a belief over the next couple of weeks and looking at some points. Just a final point, Ryan. Do you personally take any consolation from the fact that you got a goal back for Stoke? No. It's that bad, is it? Yeah. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Thank you. OK, our commentator Graham Lloyd speaking to Stoke City captain Ryan Shawcross and, and Graham pretty damning with that, that final answer. Absolutely, I was looking for a shaft of light but uh, he, he, wasn't, uh, he wasn't interested. The fact that he had scored the first Spurs goal, very unfortunately in my view, and then scored the consolation goal for Stoke ten minutes from time didn't matter a jot. He was a very depressed man as was uh, Kevin Vimmer who I spoke to as well and uh, I eavesdropped on the interview with Mark Hughes and uh, it's not a very happy camp at the moment but you can understand why they're not very happy campers. You certainly can and let's hear from that man you just mentioned Kevin Bimmer who Graham also caught up with following today's defeat here at Wembley Stadium. Well Kevin, Ryan Shawcross, your skipper, has described it as embarrassing. It's the player's fault. Would you agree with him? Yeah, for sure. I think the first half we did uh, exactly what we wanted to do. Uh, obviously, the, the first goal was a bit unlucky. We had some deflections in it, but uh, then second half we just wanted to keep keep going like this. But then I think after the second goal we just uh, first like we gave up. And uh, yeah, when you when you do this against a team like Spurs, you have uh, so much quality in front, and they showed it especially in the second half. And then it's it's always going to be very difficult against teams like that. Yeah, they scored two goals in one minute. That really yeah. sort of killed the game. Yeah, this 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 killed us. Yeah, it was uh, was so quick. So second goal and then straight away the third goal. And yeah, then I think uh, the game was finished. Uh, we always tried when we when we had the ball to to get to uh, going forward uh, quickly but uh, we just were not uh, good enough today and we, we lost the balls too easy and uh, yeah, you, you can't compete against a team like Spurs with, when you make so many mistakes. What's it like though playing in, when you're playing against a team like that? Yeah, I think uh, you have so much, they have so much quality in front, so many offensive good players uh, and uh, when, they, when they lose the ball, they 
straight uh, make such a such a good pressing. Just want to to get the balls back straight away in a few seconds. Uh, they defend very high and they don't give you much space. And uh, yeah, we just especially in the second half we lost the balls uh, too quickly, too easy, and uh, uh, that was what's what killed us today. And uh, it just showed how how good they are, how good they can be, and. Uh, uh, yeah, surely it was uh, very bad from us, the performance in the second half, but uh, uh, we also lost against uh, one of the best teams today. One player who did have a very good game was your keeper, Jack Butlin. Yeah, it's true. I think uh, we, we all know what a great keeper he is. Uh, it's very important for our team and uh, he showed that today as well. Of course, it was a difficult game for him in the second half as well. with conceding so many chances, shots on target. Uh, but he kept us in the game and uh, yeah, he always tries to do his best as well and uh, yeah, I'm glad we have him. Alright, Kevin Vimmer speaking to us following today's defeat here at Wembley Stadium very, very quickly. Um, last minute and a half, Graham, final thoughts. Changes for Burnley, a huge game that is on Tuesday. I think there have to be changes, but uh, what can he do? How big is the squad? How good is the rest of the squad? Um, the thing I just made a couple of notes during those interviews outworked, disappointed, angry, embarrassing. Uh, we were very bad, said said Kevin Vimmer. Um, they've got to do something. They've got to stop the rot because this was a really poor performance. They were in it at half-time, 1-0. But second half, they just fell apart. And Mark Hughes said he would address the problems. That means he makes changes. But who, who can you bring in? All right, Angela Smith, 4-4-2, 3-4-3. Not, not how do you see Mark Hughes going. How would you like him to go into Burnley style? I'd buy a great big piece of cling film and I would stick it over the goal we're defending. I would park the proverbial bus and I would do anything possible to get a point on Tuesday night. That I don't care how we do it, we need to dig in and get a point on Tuesday. Eric Peters has supposedly said, I think you were down there Graham, he's done with losing. He doesn't want to lose anymore, he's fed up with losing. Well, Eric, join the club because there were 3,000 plus Stoke fans here that are done with losing. But they have to pay for the privilege, they don't get paid to do it. Um, I'm very disappointed, as are everybody, every other Stoke fan is that here, but I do, don't think it's a must-win game on Tuesday. I think it's a do-not-lose game. Uh, and if we lose and we play better and we lose 1-0, um, then, then I can accept that. But another performance like this, and you have to not just question the manager. When those players go across that white line, they have a responsibility uh, to do their best, and I'm not sure they do. All right, Angela Smith and Graham Lloyd, our commentary team today. Thank you so, so much for your company where it did finish. Spurs 5, Stoke City 1. We'll see you Tuesday night at Burnley. Good night.